welcome to Normal with Autism, where we are walking with faith on this side of the spectrum. It's the podcast where we invite you to the kitchen table, um, those outside the community to come and learn about our lives, and we invite those in the community to hopefully provide support and encouragement to them. I'm Tara. I'm Sarah. Please come and check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Normal with Autism, because that's where we are. And you can hear us on Podbeans, iTunes, and now da, da, da. we are officially on Google Play. Da, da, da. Okay, so come check us out there. And folks, if you're listening, hit the pause button and come back to us. So that you can hit pause now. Well, wait, rate, listen to me first. (laughs) I can't make up my mind what I want them to do. Rate, review, and subscribe. Either on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, doesn't matter. Come rate, review, and subscribe. And give us a little love through the hearts and the likes. And we get into more ear holes Mm -hmm. that way. Eyeballs and ear holes. Eyeballs and, well, more ear holes for the podcast. But then come check us out on Facebook and Instagram. So pause, go rate, review, and subscribe everything, right? Yep. And then check us out on social media at Facebook and Instagram and come give us some love. I would do it, guys. She sounds really serious. It's so, it's so, it's important. It is. It's important. Hey, guess what? What? We have some news. We do? We do. Am I going to find out about the same time as everyone else, or do I know what this is? You know what this is. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. So, if you love us and you want to come see us live, we're going to be at X Church Tuesday night, September 10th, 630. Oh, it's so close. In Lancaster. And guess who hasn't written the outline yet? I'm raising my hand yeah. for everybody who can't. Guess who's going to show up and wing it? I'm raising my hand. <laughs> She's putting her hand up. So um, come check us out uh, for the live appearance Tuesday night, September 10th, X Church in Lancaster. But let's talk about what it is. So this is an event for our women's ministry. So if you are a man, you can hear all about it later. That's right. Men can't come. <laughs> You have to find something else to do that night. Maybe you could go Not to Target. Not that Tar- we don't love you. Right. You can go to Target. Or Lowe's. BW3s. Listen, we... We don't care. We don't care about gender stereotypes. Right. Well, do what you want to do. Where else would they go? Aldi's? I don't know. I, the library? That's where the I library. like to go. Okay. Yeah. Starbucks? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys go find something else to do. I wonder how many guys, I bet not many guys listen to us. You don't think so? We should, like, if we were a bigger podcast, I'd be like, let's do a survey and find out who listens to us. I think that more women probably listen to podcasts than men. I don't know. You don't, you don't, I don't know. I think it depends on what, okay. Well, I think more women definitely listen to true crime in my experience. Maybe. But maybe more men listen to like, <clears throat> I don't know, podcasts about tools. I 
I'm not. I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I think you're okay. <laughs> so anyway, live appearance with me and Sarah Tuesday night, September 10th, X Church, Lancaster, Ohio, in the River Valley Mall. Woo! At 6:30, come see us. We will be there. We'll be wearing T-shirts with our logos on it. Oh my gosh! It's so cute. We'll be so official. Okay, nobody's watching us now. So all right, sorry, all right. Guys. Well, anyway, um. Yeah, and it's the you can check it out the x dot church, the x dot church slash event slash girls night girls night g r l s dash n g h t. Could they have made that any more complicated? <laughs> if you go on the x dot church, you'll see their web page, and they will. You can go to events and click on events and look for girls night and you'll find and we can share it on our page too. And we'll share it on our page. You'll find all the details. So come see us. Let's let's do our segment now called What's Good. What I know good? she's like, we have a segment? We do. We have a segment called What's Good Now. Oh. Sarah, nice. how you feeling? Let me just toss my hair and check my nails. Girl, I'm feeling good as hell. I love it. We are loving, this is what's good, we are loving Lizzo right now. Oh my gosh, she is giving me life. I, I've i never been so excited about a new performer. Ever. Like, this is like Adele kind of comparison. Like, Oh yeah. But like, almost feels like beyond that. Yes. Right? Yes. Because she's amazing she's bringing it and every like I put I I downloaded all her music and like everything I was listening to it's like everyone is better than the last amazing I like okay so I watched her I don't watch the VMAs because I'm 100 years old and I don't have cable yes that's yeah but um I watch like everyone was posting like Lizzo's performance at the VMAs right 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 and so I watched it and when she starts talking about like how we deserve to love ourselves, I was sobbing. Right, right. Like for a woman to a woman that looks like that, mm-hmm. gorgeous, like us, beautiful, right. You know, well, but to have that body in tight. entertainment, yes. yes, doesn't happen. Yes. So for her to have that platform and for her to say, "I love myself. You right. deserve to love I'm yourself. Right. You are worthy." Right. I'm just like. I, t- I am <laughs> like I will love myself Lizzo told me I can Lizzo told me I can love myself it's oh. just so she's so incredible oh okay there we are we're back so yeah um she's amazing and I love her and I want to be like her when I grow up I do too yeah so I think we're gonna let our live audience go we were doing a little look-see peekaboo behind the scenes behind the scenes on instagram so we're gonna let them go and we're gonna get on recording with the rest of the episode so goodbye live instagram people bye friends okay so we are ended um on instagram but let's continue recording yeah um so yeah lizzo's what's good i love her she's just I just love her so much. Check out her and like her and Pink are like if they could come together yes. and form one superhuman 
and Tina Fey could get in there there, somehow. I think we could save the world. A little bit of Missy Elliott, who I'm like obsessed with again. Yes. Like her new stuff is so good. Me, I'm super fly. She's she's another one that like, just think about like how long she's been in the business and like how much she's done. Uh, Girls are killing it. I love it. I love the the energy. Yes. Um, So here's what else is good. Um, There is some happy news in our autism community, and I'm going to share a couple of stories with you. Get your reaction. You tell me what you think. CNN reported that on a United Airlines flight from San Diego to Houston, a little autistic kiddo wouldn't sit still. Mm. And normally that kind of stuff ends in like, disaster and tears and Mm -hmm. fear and lots of dirty looks lots of dirty looks I know personally I have a fear of flying sometimes with Finn even though we've been super lucky he's been super great and enjoyed all the plane rides he's been on but I that's like always in the back of your mind is like is this when it's gonna go wrong yeah is this when we're gonna have a problem and he's always done really well so we've always been super fortunate and I know that that doesn't happen for everybody yeah right I know like a lot of times parents won't travel or even in a car, let alone a plane. Yeah, right? that's, the, that's the problem we have. That's why we never leave our house. <laughs> but some good, good stuff happened. The little guy wouldn't sit still. The flight crew was like, you got you to gotta check your kid because we can't take off. Mm-hmm. Mom was like, he has autism. The flight crew was like, we got this. They came together. All the passengers came together. They let the kiddo be the kiddo. Um, somebody wrote this like heartfelt, loving, warm, compassionate note to the Aww. mom. Like, keep doing what you're doing. You're a great mom. Keep making it happen. That's awesome. Your kid is great. So glad that we got to experience who he was on this flight. And I was like, this, this is what the world can be. Yeah. This is a beautiful thing. That's what we're working for. Right. And I think that, like, wh- why do you think that is in terms of... Like all the horror stories we've heard about the flights, and now we get this good story. What do you think is partly responsible for that? I think that, you know, there's just so much more awareness now. I agree. Than even five years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that are putting, you know, their boots to the ground and are getting the word out and getting the education out. And, you know, we're seeing like these kids are finally able to go out in the community and be themselves and people are seeing like, Oh, maybe autism isn't that scary. Right. Right. It's not the tragedy that everybody thinks it is. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, we are foreshadowing. Um, one more good story. Here's what's good. Speaking of travel. Oh, by the way, if you are getting ready to travel at all in the fall or the winter, hit up our girl Stacia. Do you remember her? I do. We had her on our podcast. Um, go to her travel site. You can find her um, on Facebook at Stacia Active Travel on Facebook. And that's S-T-A-C-I-A Active Travel. Go find her. She will help you with all your travel planning needs. Yeah, because it's going to be snowing soon and you're going to want to go somewhere sunny. Yes, exactly. Um, the other good story came from Yahoo Lifestyle. A little guy, young, nonverbal autistic kiddo had a meltdown at Disney, my favorite place in the world. Mm-hmm. I know some people look at me like, you crazy. 
I feel like I would have a meltdown at Disney. I had a meltdown one day yeah. there while we were there, and it wasn't pleasant, but I powered through, and we made it. But yeah, you can. I mean, it's a, it can be overwhelming. Yeah. At the same time, it's like the one place where our family can go together as a family, and we feel like loved and welcomed. Yeah. And like the experiences are always amazing. But this little guy, his family, um, he was with them from New Jersey. They were visiting the park. And they were waiting in line to see Snow White. I don't know if he wanted to see it or someone else in his family wanted to see it, but he had a meltdown. Like the he hit the wall, uh-huh. and we've we've all been there. Yep. But he hit the wall, and guess what? Did the did anybody panic? No. Did they freak out? No. Snow White saved the day. Of course she did. She's <sighs> Snow White. These pictures, like I was looking at these pictures, and I was like, oh my god, that could be Finn. Yeah. With one of the characters there this fall, because we're going in the fall. And she was amazing. She hugged him. She comforted him. Aww. She, like, took him off to the side and spent extra time with him and just loved on the kid yeah. and made it super special. That's amazing. You guys need to go, like, if you're feeling bad, go look at these pictures of Snow White with this little guy and, like, you'll be like, oh, the world is okay. We will Aww. all be okay. And there were the, they're like farm, like woodland creatures yes. that came out yes. and sang songs. Yes. And- it will end. We won't have global warming anymore. Perfect. Perfect. Um, the Amazon will stop burning. The Amazon will stop burning if Great. you go look at these pictures. The Amazon burning pictures? I don't want to look at those <laughs> no, again. No. <laughs> they make me sad. Okay. That's not in the what's good segment. Okay. <laughs> So now we have uh, our next segment. Hey, family. What's up? All right, family. We have a new segment besides the What's Good segment where we need your input. All right. Okay. So, um, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, just kind of off the top of my head. Hopefully you're ready to answer this question. I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> I'm really excited to find out. If you guys can see... The look of <laughs> complete fear on her face. I don't know why you keep doing this to me. You're just like, it's like you've never met me before. <laughs> I send you notes ahead of time. Most of, most of the notes. But I don't know what's going to happen next. So my favorite thing about Sarah today was I was on her Facebook feed for a minute and she posted... A comment, like a GIF, it said, like, if you're really good at something, you should sell it or make money <laughs> at it. And she she responded with how to sell, Googling how to sell anxiety. <laughs> and basically, that's just what happened here. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so take a deep breath. I'm using my coping skills. Right. Everybody, if you're listening in the car, take like, open your eyes. Keep your eyes open, but breathe okay. Let's do a quick downward dog just yes. put it in park yes hey family i need to know but i'm gonna ask sarah first what does it mean to you mm-hmm. for disabled folks kids or adults and their caregivers to have a seat at the table Ooh. well any any thoughts on that to me it means representation yes Oh, did I get it right? Yes. Yeah. Speak on that a little more. Okay. So representation matters. We hear that a lot. For mm-hmm. a long time, it's been, uh, you know, you've got this 
one kind of picture of a family or you know it's a it's a mom and a dad and a boy and a girl nuclear family and nothing bad ever happens and they you know have a dog and a white picket fence and there's no amazon rainforest burning outside their home right right everyone has a cherry tree in their yard yep Everything is perfect. Right. Everyone makes $150,000 a year. Ooh, I want to live there. It's a utopia. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. That's been what we've been sold for a long time. Right. You know, you look at TV, like, not everyone is a doctor in New York City. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, come on, dude. Uh, We know that's not real life. So there's been a lot more representation lately in the media and you know in entertainment with you know different kinds of families different kinds of you know there's been more uh like disability representation there's like actually people in shows and wheelchairs and there's you know models aren't being airbrushed you know like this is like it's a big deal like big things are happening right there's people of color more there's Yes. Different body types more. Yes. You know, more LGBT representation. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. big things are happening. Like, Mm -hmm. we're making big steps. Like, it's so great. Mm -hmm. Um, So, with that, Mm -hmm. it's important, just as important as, you know, all of those things be represented, the disability community needs representation Mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. And we're getting there. Mm -hmm. You know, we're so much better than we were. Um, you know, if you are, the fact of the matter is a lot of people have autism. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have disabilities. Mm -hmm. Physical and cognitive, mental disabilities. Yeah. Yes. Uh, those people are worthy of dignity, Mm -hmm. respect. Mm -hmm. They have opinions. Mm -hmm. They have needs. They need her too. Mm -hmm. So to me, to have a seat at the table means I'm going to give you my point of view. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you see that point of view. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring you into my world for a minute. Mm-hmm. Let you live here for a second so that then you can have that knowledge, hopefully have that compassion. Hopefully you'll go spread it to others. Mm-hmm. But in this day and age, there's no excuse mm-hmm. for you not to know. Right. Right. Yeah. And for you not to do the work. Yeah. Like we, you and I, I think we do a lot of good work around informing people mm-hmm. and explaining to people our lived experience with our particular kiddos and what the particular part of the spectrum our kids occupy. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, it's just our kids. But like it's we're our experts kids. in our kids. And we are doing the work. We are giving information. We are sharing stories. We are putting it out there. We need non-disabled folks to do the work, too. Mm -hmm. Or to partner with us. We need them to learn, to grow, to check out resources, to go to different places, have different experiences. Like, we can't hold all the work, Mm -hmm. right? That's too much. Or even if all you can do is have an open mind. Right. That's huge. True. Very true. And, And having the seat at the table, I say it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's very important to me. Um, I need to give credit to um, the person who I'm speaking to today. I listened to another podcast, Pod Save America. 
It's a great podcast. And they had the um, Massachusetts 7th District Congresswoman, Ayanna Presley. Listening to her, I felt like I went to church. Ooh. She is amazing. And she started talking about having a seat at the table. And, and you were she- like, hey, that's my line. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. And she was amazing. So the seat at the table, here's what it means to me. A seat at the table means the people the people closest to the pain are the people closest to the power. Oh, girl. Hey, freaking man. Whoa, that was way better than everything I just said. No, it was all of what you said. And just it like she said that she said she wants the people closest to the pain to have be the closest to the power. I almost got out of my car. Screamed hallelujah. Yeah. Did a dance. Yeah. Can we get her on the show? Do you think she's busy? Probably. (laughs) But I am going to like email her and be like, thank Thank you you. so much. Because I think people are like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we'll give you a seat at the table. But not we we don't have a clear understanding about what that means. Right. And for her to say that a seat at the table means the people closest to the pain are the closest to the power. Oh, I love it. I want to shake her hand and just say thank you. That is exactly what we're talking about. Girl power. I love it. Okay. So from family. Sorry, I'm singing so much, by the way. I don't I know. know why I'm doing that. I, it's Lizzo. <laughs> family, we want you to go on our Facebook and our Instagram page and talk about, just say, what does the seat at the table mean to you? Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear your responses. And we're going to use some of your responses on the Facebook and Instagram page. So just go on there and comment on a recent post or leave a comment. We, we just want to hear from you. What does a seat at the table mean to you? Love it. Okay. All right. That's a great segment. Did you like that one? I loved it. I have no idea if we'll do those segments in the future, but they sounded good tonight. Yeah. It's what's good tonight. Yeah. All right. So moving on, kind of like how my kid... Like, today, he likes hamburgers. Will Uh he like them tomorrow? Stay tuned to find out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. Do you want to talk some more? I I do. I have a lot of words in my mouth. (laughs) Some of them I can't pronounce. And it hasn't even been that long since we recorded. No, not really. Well, it has been kind of a long time. Has it? Because our last episode we released... It was the end of August, but we recorded at the beginning of June. Don't try to do the math. Yeah. I so know. some of it didn't make sense. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. Matt did a great job, by the way. He did a great job. Hopefully everybody heard that one. Yeah. It was, if you didn't hear it, it's a great one. Um, it's with my husband, Matt, and he talks about what it's like to be an autism dad. You know, they have a whole different experience than what we do, and it was really interesting. Yeah. Plus, there's a little cameo by... The kiddos. Caleb and Owen. I know. They were so cute that night. And okay. you hear Owen angry whisper for snacks a lot throughout. <laughs> Does angry whisper sound like angsty dragon? He was... Pretty much. You're like, is that Sarah? Does Sarah want popcorn? You were doing the whole like. I was. You can hear me snapping in the background. Yeah. Craig was like, I can't edit that out. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. All right. So anyway. So um, we don't record at my house anymore. He won't let me. Um, apparently, we're supposed to record, if we don't have an actual studio, we're supposed to record um, episodes in a closet. Oh, really? I don't know why that is. I'm assuming the- The acoustics? Yeah, the sound and like huh. the dampening, like there's no other sound coming in. 
Like all the podcasts I listen to, their early episodes, they're like, we recorded this in a closet. And I'm like, I don't know, a closet big enough for you and I to fit into. So yeah. sorry, you guys are going to have to deal. Kitchen table. All right. Anyway, you can see it on our Instagram live. What our setup looks like. (laughs) It's amazing. Okay. Let's talk. Tonight's episode is called He Doesn't Look Autistic. Mm, he doesn't. Mm-mm. Um, what, is, what does autistic look like? We're not too sure. Is there we're gonna... a special shirt you're supposed to wear? I, you know, I don't know. You know what? Speaking of that, we're talking about the myths and autism tonight. Can you say that word? Can I say the word myths? <laughs> I cannot. Guys, I've been trying for like two hours to pronounce it and I cannot do it. You poor thing. It is myths. 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 Myth. Myth. Mythological. Just say myth. Myth. There you go. Okay. S- We're going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> she put the S on the end as I started talking. We're going to talk about the myths in autism. You've almost got me doing it. Myths. No, everybody walking away from listening to this will be like, I can't say that <laughs> word anymore. I don't, like, I don't think I've ever had to use it before. So I didn't know I wasn't able to say it. Okay. They also made fun of me for saying button. Button. But- <laughs> if that isn't Pataskala coming out in you, I don't, I don't know what is. I don't is. understand. Button. Oh, uh, no. Okay. We'll just leave it alone. All We're right. going to talk about the myths and autism. And the first one is the title of the episode, He Doesn't Look Autistic. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that you say, is there a shirt that you can wear? Because at one point when Finn was about three, maybe four years old, there was an SD shop that I was looking at that actually had like, autism is my superpower. Oh. Or autistic ninja. Do they have buns? What? <laughs> Sorry, I tried to make a joke. <laughs> Auti- wait a minute autistic why uh, buns do they have buns but oh, i thought you said buns buttons see you can't even you can't even talk you can't even yeah. talk okay take a minute <coughs> sarah's currently dying. i've also been sick for 10 days that's right that's why we haven't been able to record because i literally didn't sound like a person so i finally <laughs> can kind of talk okay all right, so back to that first myth, he doesn't look autistic. So there were t-shirts on this SD shop. They were so cute. I love the SD shop. I can't remember what it's called. But it was like autistic ninja or autism is my superpower or I must, it had like the mustache and it was like, I must ask you to be kind. I have mm-hmm. autism or something like Aww. that. Yeah, and I thought, oh, I maybe would get that. I never got one for him. And I don't, maybe I just didn't think about it. But I was like, yeah, these are great. And does my kid have to wear a t-shirt in public? Yeah. To be okay? Like, okay, but can I real quick tell you about the shirt that Owen has? Okay. <coughs> after you, after, after you cough up along. So sorry. Okay. Hopefully you good? Keith can edit that out. Whatever. No. <laughs> so sorry, guys. Uh, Fed is your friend. Okay. So my friends made Owen, he's obsessed with the army. Yes. So my friend, her and her husband, you know, he's in the army. They're stationed in Hawaii. Lucky duckies. But she made Owen a shirt. He's obsessed with Batman and the army. 
and it has like the bat symbol, but it's all in puzzle pieces. Aww. And then it has his name, and then on the back, it's an army shirt, mm-hmm. and on the back it says, "In a world of jokers, be an Owen." Aww. And it is the best. That's so awesome. And he's outgrowing it, and it makes me so sad. You can do a t-shirt quilt. Oh yeah, that's what I'm doing for Q. Don't tell him. With all of Owen's favorite pajama shirts. Yep. Yep. We're doing a, t- a t-shirt quilt for Q. Like I've saved like different plays he's been in and Aww, that kind of stuff. That's so, so yeah. cool. All right. So the, he doesn't look autistic. That's a myth. Mm-hmm. The reality. Did anybody ever say that to you? Uh, I haven't had anyone say that yet that really sticks out in my brain. I had someone say that to me. It was right around before he got his autism diagnosis, before Finn got his autism diagnosis. So right around the time he was two. And I didn't, like, I didn't say anything because it didn't, like, really register with me. Mm-hmm. But now I'm, like, thinking about it and it's, 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 it's not an okay thing to say. No. Like, if that's going to come out of your mouth, just stop yourself right just be like mm-hmm, you know you know what we do get is he doesn't act autistic there you go yeah and even that is kind of borderline like right ignorant i don't know what right. else to call it i'm not trying to insult anybody who said that like because he's verbal or because he's right not stimming right now right you think that he like he still has autism right so yeah so the reality is autism looks doesn't really have a look Mm-mm. and is shows up differently with everybody yeah. that has it. Uh, that's part of the reason it's called a spectrum. Um, the interesting thing is Finn will now wear headphones in public. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed how people react to him now versus when he didn't have the headphones. Oh, okay. And they, there's almost like this extra level of comfortability mm-hmm. because it's like the headphones signify like, oh, yeah, he's got autism. So I joke around with Keith and I call it his autistic uniform. Like, this is what it is. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. And Owens is a pair of footies. So the reality he is... he wore to school today. <laughs> See? He wore the a Batman pajamas. costume yesterday. There you go. I don't care. You have pants on. The reality is, folks, autism doesn't really look like anything. No. Everybody is different. And like, and none of this is to shame. No. Or to. No. Uh, you know, we're not mad. Like, we're using this as an opportunity to educate. That's how I look at every single day is an opportunity. We, we yeah, we are, we are wanting to empower you with information. We want to empower those in our community with this information maybe you have friends or family that need to listen to this episode Mm. to understand some of the myths that we're trying to debunk yeah but if you don't know you don't know and you don't know that's fine now if you do know and you still decide then we have a problem then yes tara said i'm not allowed to say i'll punch anyone in the face on this episode correct punch you in the face yes so and then if you're outside of our community like if you're not an autistic person or a caregiver to an autistic person and you're hearing this like this is simply information education like <coughs> take it in we just want you to hear this information yeah right not not trying to make anybody feel bad and i um i don't know that i've ever talked about this before but i grew up in a disability household so my dad has cerebral palsy um he was born with it he's 50 uh, I don't know, Dad. How old are you? He's fifty-six now. Um, 
which is kind of, you know, up there for someone with, with that condition. Uh, but growing up, I, it didn't, like, it was just so normal to me that I forgot sometimes, like, oh, not everyone's dad is disabled, you know? So it didn't, it just didn't bother me. So I, I almost like carry that into, you know, I'm so used to Owen's autism and I forget sometimes that this isn't typical Yeah, for everyone else. I think I do the same thing with Finn. Like when we go out in public and like he starts stemming or he'll make a funny noise or do something odd, you know, that somebody would consider odd. It just like, it's so normal to like, Mm -hmm. I sometimes I like, don't go like, why is your kid not? not doing this you know because it's just such our everyday kind yeah. of thing like other kids don't do this now okay. right all right so yeah yeah or Owen will be having you know he'll be starting to like kind of ramp up and I know the way to avoid this meltdown is to ignore him exactly and people are staring at me like are you like you're gonna pay attention gonna do anything to your about kid? this and right I'm like no I am yeah you don't understand how hard this is right right so myth number one again he doesn't look autistic the reality is Autism doesn't really look have like anything. Look. It's different for everybody. Autism looks like people because Aut- people have autism. Exactly. Boom. Um, myth number two. Every autistic person is Rain Man. How I wish. But why? Because then Tom Cruise would be around? Yes. Or? We could be friends. That's creepy. <laughs> Actually, I've never seen Rain Man. You've never seen Rain uh-uh. Man? I've seen... I. It's been a long time, but I remember part of it. Basically, like... I know he's, like, really good with numbers and can, like, add stuff. Like, that's – I need someone around me that can do Do math for me. Oh, so you don't want creepy Tom Cruise Scientology? I mean, not Tom Cruise now. Wouldn't it be so – Outsiders Tom Cruise? For sure. Wouldn't it be so awesome if, like, you did – like, Tom Cruise, you and him were friends, and he, like, gave you the inside track on Scientology, Mm -hmm. like like Leah Remini has done, and (coughs) – Did you know there's a Scientology branch downtown, Columbus? I've seen it. Oh, my God. We, yeah. sh- we should go in there. Do you think they'll let us record from there? I No. <laughs> would, you, but would you put on a disguise? I mean, do I to need to? To go in? Well, because we don't want to be I like. I don't want to be a. Uh, I want to go in call? and like secretly record them and like take the test just to do it. And then give them all your money? No. I just I want to see what it's like because it's so creepy. Have you seen Lee and Remini show? Yes. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. And it's so creepy. Yes. Like, how are they getting away with this? I don't know. I just want to be like, Elizabeth Moss, let me save you. <laughs> you don't know what you're gotten into. <laughs> All right. So, Sorry. Tangent. Every autistic person is not Rain Man. They don't all Every have... autistic person is not Max from Parenthood. Exactly. They all don't have a superpower. Um... A lot of folks will be of average intelligence, but then also there's the folks in our community who struggle cognitively, Yeah, you know, who have learning disabilities or developmental delays, that kind and of thing. And then there are people that are above average intelligence. Right. Albert Einstein had autism. Now, are we sure about that? I'm sure. Are you sure? Okay. <laughs> I'll have well, to- okay. So he was never, experts say he was on the spectrum. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Obviously we can't be like he had interview it. him right now you don't think so and i'm scientologists I, probably can that's probably true 
him and Elron are kind of yeah their buddies Einstein was kind of a jerk huh Einstein was kind of a jerk was he yeah he wasn't nice how do you know that you don't know you don't know about Einstein I mean I do but like is there a movie or okay so I read a book that is about his wife oh okay so most of the math from like his like famous equations and stuff were done by his wife like what? he's yeah like he's more like a physicist he's not a mathematician oh and he cheated on her with his cousin and Ugh. yeah well supposedly like the alien according to ancient aliens they came to visit him and oh i believe it yeah so anyway you know who all... else has autism who dan Aykroyd. i didn't know that you know who else has autism uh-oh anthony hopkins i didn't know that he was diagnosed in his 70s you know who else has autism Hmm. Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. Are we done? No, I'm serious. Okay. No, I believe that. I mean, representation. I, I know. It's amazing. But they don't look autistic, do they? No, that's true. And they are killing it. They're Ghostbusters. That was our first point. We've moved on to the second one now. I, I'm bringing it back. It's called a wraparound. <laughs> I, I think. I think. Or a fallback. Or a circle back. No. A circle back. No, stop. We need to stop that all together all right myth number two every autistic person is rain man that is not the truth no there's varying intelligences from below average to average to above average just like in the typical neurotypical population there are stories though that get out there like we know a mom i don't know if you know her i know her um but she's posted about how her son loves numbers and like can memorize numbers mm-hmm. And and I get that. And I know that's what people usually think of, like some crazy savant kind of like skill. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just not reality for everybody. You know, it happens. It does. But it's just it's just one part of the lived experience yeah, of autism. It's a small sliver. Right. Um, so that's the reality. Myth number three. Autistic people don't know how to love mm. other people. You know, this one, it makes me sad. It does. Yeah, me too. And I can see why this is a myth, why people believe this. Mm-hmm. But I wish that everyone got to feel the love of an autistic mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Owen has a lot of trouble with empathy. He has a hard time putting himself in other people's shoes. It's not easy for him it never it probably never will be um and he can come across cold and uncaring which could not be further from the truth um he's very caring about others he does not know how to show it always he has a lot of trouble with emotion you know emotional regulation and knowing what these feelings are um it's always been a struggle for him um, he's working on it a lot, uh, but he is the most loving person ever. He really is. Yeah, for sure. And I feel, I mean, Finn is the same way. So, um, you know, there's myths out there about like, um, autistic people hate other people or can't be around other people. The, the worst one out there is they're violent, mm. you know, when it's actually more likely 
that folks with mental health issues or mental disabilities will be mm-hmm. the victims of crime yes. versus the people who perpetrate them. I need everybody to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not mental illness that pulls the trigger. I'm just putting that out there. Oh. Okay. I'm getting a little We're going wound- there, huh? I'm getting a little wound up about that. Yeah. All right. Um, the reality is autistic folks do show love, mm-hmm. have lots of love to give, just like neurotypical people. Yeah. Finn is a lovey-dovey kiddo, but he has to get to know you Mm -hmm. first. You know, he's not just going to walk up and, like, you know, climb on your lap or hold your hand or sometimes he'll rub my arm. That's, like, his thing to do or put his hand on my face. Like, he won't just do that. He has to get to know you like any other kid. Right. They need to get to know you. Right. Right. And it may take longer. It may look different. But... They'll get there. Right. And Finn has low muscle tone. He can't control his lips to come together to purse, like, to do a kiss. Oh, okay. You know, but he leans in because he wants you to kiss his cheek. Yeah. You I know? love giving him kisses. It's I my know. favorite thing. He's, and he's just, he's awesome like that. So uh, and can we talk about, you guys, there is nothing in the world like a Finn smile. Aw. Literally makes the world brighter. Aw, thank you. And if you want to know what I'm talking about, you can go on our Facebook page. Tara posted a video of him at Aldi. And he's he loves doors. So he's watching the doors open and close. And he's stimming. He's so happy. And just watching him brings me so much joy. He's awesome. He is the best. Yeah. So, again, the reality is, or the myth is, they can't show emotions or love people. The reality is, they so can. Absolutely. They so can. Um, so here's myth number four. Um, it's kind of, this is kind of one that just actually came up for us. Mm -hmm. We were perusing Facebook and we got tagged in this particular incident. Um, myth number four is supposedly if you have a certain level of autism, you shouldn't be in a public school. Mm. All right. According to Facebook. This mom posted she's in a school district. Um, according to her, this, this district failed to watch over this little boy. Mm-hmm. He's six years old. Um, apparently, according again to the mom, the IEP specifically makes a statement about, hey, you got to be on top of my kid because he could wander away. Yeah. And we know elopement is a pretty Huge deal. big deal. Um, Finney elopes all the time, um, although he's getting better about it. Um, but basically, Owen's only done it once. He climbed the fence at school and was trying to go to Taco Bell. Can you blame him? I mean, luckily they caught him. Right. Can you blame him, though? <laughs> no, not okay. at all. So um, he heard that crunch wrap chalupa calling his name. He's like, I will be right there. Getting the double crunch that, wrap box. That Dorito taco. Yeah, Doritos Locos taco. Okay. So basically, again, the myth being that if there's a certain level of autism, they shouldn't be in a public school. Um, So this mom in the district, the kiddo got away. She went to the school after she was notified. They didn't know where the kiddo was. They didn't even know the kiddo was gone. Yeah. Apparently. Um, So not good. Mm -mm. Not good. And apparently he had made it to almost a very busy street intersection. Only, only six years old. Um, Sarah, you were reading through the comments. Because I'm a glutton for punishment. You do. You're kind of that 
you do the Michael Jackson meme where you're like eating the With popcorn. The popcorn. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, there was a gentleman on there who started to argue his point, saying that kiddos at a certain level of autism shouldn't be in that public school. Yeah. Uh, I think the R word was even thrown in there. Really? Mm-hmm. I forgot to tell you that part. Um, yeah. You know, kids that. Yeah. Basically, his comment was, if you're that autistic, you don't belong in a public school. Right. Which could not be further from the truth. The fact of the matter is, and we've talked about this a ton, under the Individuals, Individual Disability Education Act. Idea. Idea. Our kids are entitled to a free and appropriate public education. FAPE. In their least restrictive environment. Yes. That means the federal government says you have to educate these kids to the best of their abilities. You need to provide, you know, services. You need to provide accommodations. You need to keep them safe. Right. Right. You have to do it. Right. So for you to say these kids don't deserve mm-hmm. or belong or belong mm-hmm. they don't deserve to take up space mm-hmm. in these schools mm-hmm. in this world mm-hmm. is not okay mm-hmm. he went on i was reading through some of the comments and i only got to a few of them he went on to say like um started to argue that schools are underfunded yeah they are too many students in a classroom yep and therefore, teachers and schools are not or should not be held responsible was basically his argument. Those aren't his words, but that's what I, I summed it up to. Yeah. That's basically what he was arguing. And he's not wrong about underfunding and overcrowding. That's an issue. Schools are underfunded. Too many kids in a classroom, especially depending on where you live. Let's, let's all come to Jesus on this one mm-hmm. and admit, like... If you live on the nice side of town, your kid's going to the nice school. Uh-huh. If you live in the sticks or wherever it is, you don't have such a great opportunity for your kids to go to a good school. Less money. It's like this vicious cycle. Right. Right. So I agree with him in that. There are too many students. Schools are severely underfunded. Um, but that's not our kid's fault. There's a correlation between all of those variables. And... This does not make it okay for things like this to happen. Right. Doesn't make it okay. And it doesn't mean we should be like, oh, you had 35 kids with you. Of course you would miss the kid that would elope who's more in danger of eloping, leaving without you knowing. Yeah, sure. Mine got away. Totally fine. Not a big deal. I get that you're underpaid and understaffed and totally get it. No. Do you know why that's not okay? Because we wouldn't be saying this about a neurotypical child. Right. If, if Quentin ran away when he was six years old and got away, all, all, all holy hell would break loose with people. Mm-hmm. So to, be, to sit down and to say like, oh, because he has autism, he shouldn't be there in the first place. That's the problem. Right. That's a that's huge, huge problem. So the reality is our children... Our autistic children and adults deserve to take up space. Mm -hmm. They are worthy just because they are here. Yeah. And to go along with that, I think there's also a myth that there are all these resources available. 
Yes. For kids with autism. That's the next myth. There's all these special needs schools. Mm -hmm. There's all these, you know, providers and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, therapies. Mm -hmm. There's not. Mm Mm-mm. I think we didn't we compare it to like the Hunger Games. Yes, in one of the episodes. Yes, yeah. uh, there are not nearly enough schools to go around. Mm-mm. That's why there's wait lists. They at all of them. Some of them are years long. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? They're all in Columbus. Yeah. If you live in Athens, you're taking a bus to Columbus. Yeah. To go to an autism school. Right. There are kids in Owen School that live down by West Virginia. Yeah. They come every single day because there's nothing available. There's a there's a kiddo from um like the Zanesville area mm-hmm. with Finn's school. Yeah, it's crazy. So just because there are specialized schools out there and just because my kiddo has an IEP doesn't mean that it's going to be followed. Mm-hmm. That's the, the, the reality of this and doesn't mean that he's going to get what he needs all the time. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that just because there's specialized schools out there that the parents accessible, that they're accessible, that either parents can afford it or that they can wait through the wait list Mm -hmm. to get to it. That they can provide transportation. Exactly. Yeah. And if it was true that we had IEPs and so that means we get everything we need, then we wouldn't need advocates and lawyers. We wish that was true. Yeah. Yeah. We wish that there were, you know, enough schools for everyone. Right. To have everything they need. Right. We wish that there were more resources. We wish that schools weren't underfunded. We wish there were more teachers. Right. We wish, we wish, we wish. Right. The reality is. in the meantime, we educate, we advocate. Yeah. 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 So, myth that the kid doesn't belong in the school and myth that because they have the IEP, they get what they need. The reality is our children do belong in public education. Mm-hmm. And no, we don't always get what we need. No. They, the kids don't always, the kids and adults don't always get what they need. Um, do you want to do a couple more? Um, sure. Okay. Um, another myth about refrigerator moms. Which is a term that I just learned. You did just learn about yeah. this. So basically, um, this was just, what is a, this just happened, this was in the 80s, like the 70s and the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, here's, here's the myth. The myth is because of the way you parent, your child has autism. Yes. That's the myth. Okay. And it spoke to refrigerator moms, and more specifically that because you are a cold mom, because you don't show your child love, mm-hmm. because you don't give them a hug, because you don't dose because you on made them, them cry it out. Because you yeah, because you're cold to them, they have autism. And that was a terminology called the refrigerator moms, and that was literally used like most recently in the nineteen eighties. Wow. Yeah. Kinda crazy. Yeah. All right. So the 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 myth is because the way you parent your child has autism the reality is we don't know what causes autism right and just because you parent a certain way doesn't mean your child is going to develop autism absolutely so there you go so if you heard the term refrigerator mothers or you're looking at someone and like wow if they parented differently maybe their kid wouldn't have autism that's kind of not how this works right Okay, that was an easy one. Again, please give me a list of everything I can do perfectly to, you know, make this true. You kind of sound sarcastic there. I mean, 
don't know what (sighs) we're already as mothers under such a microscope Mm -hmm. and as a special needs mom it's so much worse yeah it just feels bigger yeah because we're doing it to ourselves Mm -hmm. all day long Mm -hmm. I'm thinking what could I have done differently is this my fault should I not have taken this medication when I was pregnant did I drink too much caffeine did I stand too close to a microwave did I you know get hit by some I don't know super ray of something I don't know like what happened Happened. yeah if we could get the answers I mean, I don't think I don't think there's a parent out there that wouldn't be like, yes, please tell me why. I want yeah. to understand why. It doesn't mean we love our kids any less. It doesn't mean like we don't think that, you know, they shouldn't be the way they are. And it's it, you just want to know why. Mm-hmm. Why my kid? What what made this happen? Right. You know. Which goes toward And like I say this, but then I also say you know, you brought this up earlier. Autism is not a tragedy. Yeah. So that the myth is that autism is some kind of tragedy. Like we're all leading these horrible, desperate, awful lives. And yeah, you know, this is what I hear the most. Um, I get asked a lot about autism Mm -hmm. because of the podcast, but I also have um, a tattoo that is for, I got when Owen was diagnosed. So people are like, oh, what is that for? And I'm like, oh, I got, you know, it means this. I got it when my Mm -hmm. son was diagnosed with autism. Nine times out of ten, I hear, oh, oh I'm, I'm so, 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 I'm so sorry, sorry. to hear that. Yeah. Oh, God. And, that, and then I want to look and go, oh, did you, did you cause my son's autism? Do I finally get to understand right. why? Sorry, wh- we're a little. Why are, you, why are you sorry about right. that? Yeah. Oh, I, so you're the one that caused my son's autism. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. Okay, I didn't no. tell you I have cancer. Right. I right. didn't tell you, Right. you know. I lost both my legs in a right. car accident. Like, right. Or a dog chewed my face off. Or That was, that was a weird place to go. That's random. And, you know, I think, again, it goes to that thing of, like, people don't know what to say. Yes. Um, but nine times out of ten, I hear, oh, I'm so sorry. And then the next question is, but is he high-functioning? <sighs> like, if your kid is high-functioning... Oh, well, then you have, like, it's fine. You have nothing to worry about. I think everybody can hear me, like, like digging my nails into my face. Like, stop using those labels. Yeah. And I never know how to answer that. Um, You know, what I say is he's working really hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, he is. Right. And it doesn't matter, you know, what he's... Technically, Owen is not quote unquote high functioning. Right. He has a level two diagnosis, meaning there's three levels. There's level one, level two, level three. Level one means does not require mm-hmm. much support. Owen is moderate autism, so he requires a lot of support to get through the day. Mm-hmm. Level three is almost complete support. Um, listen, he has to go to a special school. He has to have a special transportation to get there. He has to have, you know, he has several people at school Mm -hmm. to keep an eye on him because of his behaviors. Mm -hmm. And then he comes home and he has a provider Mm -hmm. and he has a safety plan and he has so many therapists and he has a psychiatrist and he has a psychologist. It takes all these people to get him through the day. 
So is he able to talk? Yes. Is he able to function on his own? No. So when you say, oh, but he's high functioning, he's he's not. And people think high functioning means good autism. Right. Or, There's no such thing. Or more human-like or, you know, he's able to, I don't know, be a better, be a more okay person yeah. in public or whatever. Here's the fact. Nobody's ever going to... Mm, Nobody's ever going to walk up to my son and say, oh, he's low functioning. Who in their, I mean, who in their right mind would go up to someone and say that, whether they're an autistic kiddo or an adult? But I'm sure it's happened. But but like for using those labels, like nobody, nobody minds throwing around the term high functioning. Like I see it used all the time. But who in their right mind is going to go up to someone in person and say, oh, he must be low functioning, mm-hmm. right? If you said that to me about my son, we wouldn't, we wouldn't talk. We'd have a problem. Ever, ever, never again. Yeah. I, I'd walk away and that would be, we'd be done. I'd say, you go live your life. I'm, we're going to be over here. So if we can't use low functioning, why are we using high functioning as a term? Right. Why? And it's not even accurate. It's not. It doesn't describe anything. And it does a disservice to the autistic kiddo and adult that you might be describing because then people go, oh, he's fine or she's fine. You don't need X, Y, Z. Right. When in fact, yes, you do, because high functioning and low functioning, those terms do a disservice to the autistic people you are describing. Absolutely. Stop using those labels. Right. Please. But professionals use them too. And it's, it drives me insane. Yeah. Insane. But there is a push to use the more appropriate language, you know, level one, level two, level three. Right. Which is great. Let's right. do that. Right. Um, so back to like my original point, I feel like I've like chased this rabbit all over the place. <laughs> I think we did. Um, <laughs> what was your original point? Autism's not a tragedy. It's not. Being autistic is not the worst thing that could happen to you. Right. Right. Autism Either, has a lot, you know, there's a lot of good with autism. Yes. Having a son with autism has made me appreciate the little things. Right. So much. Right. And it's not, it's not good or bad. No. Like, but we have to stop putting these value judgments on it. It's just what is. It's just Owen. It's just Finn. Right. It's just... My kid Your kid. Right. He's autistic. It's just what it is. Yeah. And we live it. And, and I get it. And I hope people don't hate us after this episode. Like the people outside our community who are yeah. good allies, good human beings. Um, Again, this isn't to shame. It's not to. It's not to shame. It's not to be angry. It's not to, you know, make anybody feel bad. It's just like this is this is just the information we need to get out there and I'm trying to think of the things that I believed before I knew better yes 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 of course we yes I always say like I can't beat people over the head with my enlightenment yeah right so I'm I promise I'm not trying to bludgeon anybody to death I'm a little little wound up because I am 
We'll listen right? to some Lizzo after this. We can, it's Lizzo's, Dance it out. We can, it's Lizzo's fault um, that I'm a little wound up. But basically, yeah, that's where we're, that's where we're at. So, so what should people say when you say, oh, my son has autism? What's that's the what's the correct response? That's really interesting. I don't um, I don't know. I'm asking you. I'm telling you. This is okay. So let's you want to role play. Let's okay. role play. So I'm me, and I have an autistic son, and you come up to me, and your stranger, Stacy, on the street. Hi, stranger, Stacy. Hey, hey. And uh, my son has autism. Oh wow. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh no, I'm supposed to be okay. I'll be the stranger. Okay, I'll be oh. the stranger. I'll be stranger, Stacy, and you're the autistic. Yeah, you okay. you have the autistic adult or kiddo. Okay. okay. Hi. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. My kid has autism. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Tell me more. Well, he's awesome. Okay. See, so you could say, wow, that's interesting. Tell me more. Right? Um, Might be helpful not to immediately launch into my brother's son's cousin's Yes. Kid ha- also has autism. Yes. Right. Although I do get kind of excited when someone's like, oh, my son has autism. I'm like, right. What? Yes. I yeah. get so excited. Right. right. Yeah. If we find another like, you know, caregiver. Yeah. Right. I had right. a patient a couple weeks ago. Um, and, you know, he asked about my tattoo mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I have a son with Down syndrome. And uh, I was like, yeah, tell me you more. do. Yeah. Like and we talked and it right. was awesome. And I have had so many opportunities to educate people and to tell them more about autism because they've been receptive to that. Yes. Yeah. So, so yay. Yay. Tattoos. Yay. Tattoo. <laughs> We're going to get more. Right. Uh, yeah. OK. I think we've covered. I hope no one's mad at us. Most of the myths myths most of the uh, the the myths of he doesn't look autistic I, yeah. I, we've covered that um so i want to thank everybody for listening um remember to please come see us at the x church tuesday night september I mean, if you, 10th if you want to in lancaster at 6 30 i can't promise anything about <laughs> please, <the> please don't <laughs> please Please come with zero expectations. Zero. And maybe some snacks. And that's out. They're going to have snacks there. Oh, good. Good to know. Yes. We should have said that at the top. (laughs) Come. There will be punch and pie. I'm there. Okay. So. May not wear pants. Come see us. I'll be there. Um, I'm going to wear a dress. You are? You're not going to wear t-shirts? No. Oh, oh. Darn it. You threw me off. You always wear dresses. I know. And I have a dress. It's okay. I have a really cute 1950s rainbow skirt. Is Are you doing a t-shirt and a skirt? I think so. Oh, God. Now I'm going to have to find a skirt. Okay. Anyway. Or we can wear dresses. I don't care what we do. No, we'll figure it out. All right. This is what we'll do. We will wear dresses. We will bring life-size replicas of ourselves beside us. They will wear our t-shirts. I think we could probably have this conversation off recording. Oh, no. I think we should do it now. The listeners want to know. This no. is riveting. I think we're done. Sorry, I'm tired. Sorry, Are you tired? I'm so tired. Okay, we're tired. We're gonna go. You guys, thanks for listening. Um, as always, may those who observe us. Um, or here's to. Sorry. See, I'm so tired. I can't even do the end of the show. All right. Here's to the complexity. Are you still feeling good as hell? <laughs> I can't even do this. Here. <laughs> Here's to the complexity in our journeys, the highs and lows. May those who observe us do so with compassion. 
compassion, especially for our amazing kiddos. Here, here. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you. Thank you.